Hello, I'm Eric Lacasse, and this is another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we'll be talking about honoring our fathers. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome, welcome to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. It is the 21st of June, 2021, and I am excited. Why am I excited? Because I am going to be having a whole lot of my family come and visit me. Um, They're going to be flying in on Friday, and even my husband's mother will be coming in, I believe, on Sunday of next, next week. So I'm pretty excited we're going to be having... Uh, a very full house, but it's, you know what, it's good because we don't get to see each other that often. Um, My family lives in California. Ben's mom lives in Illinois. So um, it'll be a good time. We're going to be enjoying spending um, and celebrating uh, Judah, our youngest son, who's going to be having his bar mitzvah this Saturday. And then um, next week on the 30th of June, my husband will be officially retiring from the Marine Corps after 20 years. So we've got a lot of jam-packed things going on. The other thing happening this Saturday, I almost forgot as well, is that we are going to be um, set in as the congregational leaders for our um, synagogue and or congregation. And um, the rabbi and his wife are stepping down. Um, They're retiring. Um, They are going to be doing greater things, but they're also going to be sticking around. Thank thank you, Yeshua, um, to help us. Now, on to the episode, Honoring Our Fathers. This one actually threw me for a loop because I was actually working on a separate podcast, a totally different podcast. And, you know, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, uh, intervened on my behalf and yours, evidently, and felt you need to talk about fathers. And um, it's kind of an odd thing for me to talk about. Um, namely because when I think of fathers, obviously I think of mine and, um, in the past, our relationship has not been great. So, um, this particular subject has been very difficult for me. I was never, um, um, daddy's girl. Um, in fact, I was blessed to have moments, which I do remember of happy moments with my father, um, but they were few and far between. So, um, this was this is a subject that I've always struggled with because of the relationship I had with my earthly father. So obviously we're going to start out with the first thing um, that most people think of when you talk about honoring your father, it's Exodus twenty twelve, which is when um, the 10 words or the 10 commandments um, that Adonai gives to Moses to give to the people of Israel. And one of those is, um, in Exodus 20, 12, it says, honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord, your God is giving you. And, um, playing off of that verse in Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, it says, children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. So, I'm sure I've mentioned this in a past podcast, but I never anticipated living very long because I did not honor my father. And to a lesser degree, I did not honor my mother as I probably should have either as a child. Um, (laughs) Even as a believer, as a child, I, and I still do struggle with stubbornness and rebellion. Um, I tend to have a rebellious streak 
when somebody tells me to do something, um, especially if I don't see them, um, or, or as somebody who is the head of me or above me, I have a really hard time, um, listening to them unless it's said in love. If it's said kind of with an attitude, I have a tendency to rebel from whatever it is that they're telling me to do. Um, and it's something that I still repent for on a regular basis. Um, I'm not perfect. And, you know, I was trying to look at a good example. Um, there are many pretty good examples of an earthly father. Um, shoot, even, you know, Yeshua's stepfather, um, Joseph, he was a good father. Um, he chose to care for Yeshua, even though it wasn't, he wasn't his son. Um, and, you know, married his mother, even though he knew that Yeshua wasn't his son. Um, but I, I always go back to thinking about King David. Because King David was a man after God's own heart. And yet, like so many of us, he was very much imperfect. Not even so many of us, all of us. He was very much imperfect. And he definitely, I think, had a lust problem. But I also think that he had a really hard time disciplining his children. Um, I think that that is pretty true when you read about Absalom, his son, and even his other son, who proclaimed himself king. Um, I'm probably going to butcher this name, so I apologize beforehand. Um, Adonijah um, was his other son who proclaimed himself king. Um, and when David heard of it um, from his wife, you know, um, and she said, no, I, you know, Bathsheba said, hey, you promised that my son Solomon would be king after you. And so, you know, then David stepped in. It's okay, let's, let's go ahead and proclaim him king. But um, I think if you read the whole story of David and his relationship with his children, um, there's not a whole lot in there, but there's enough to kind of get a clue. Like, you know, he definitely loved his children, but I think he got confused with the fact that when you love your children does not mean you shouldn't discipline them. And um, I was working on my other podcast, as I had mentioned, and I came across this other verse in the Bible, these other verses in the Bible. And I was like, huh. And that's when the spirit said, no, this is what you need to talk about. And I'm like, really? I'm in the middle of this other podcast that I'm trying to, you know, work on. I'm studying, you know, getting in the word and no, this is what you need to talk about. Like, okay. So in Hebrews 12, five through 11, it says, have you forgotten the warning addressed to you as sons? My son, do not take lightly the discipline of Adonai or lose heart when you are corrected by him because Adonai disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he accepts. It is for discipline that you endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son does a father not discipline? But if you are without discipline, something all have come to share, then you are illegi illegitimate and not sons. Besides, we are used to having human fathers as instructors, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and live? Indeed, for a short time they disciplined us as seemed best to them, but he does so for our benefit so that we may share in his holiness. Now all discipline seems painful at that moment, not joyful, but later yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. 
And I can say from my own experience, being disciplined as a child, not all of, all of it was done biblically, I think might be the right term. Um, there were definitely times where my father would spank me out of anger. And that's something you should never do. Um, I do believe that spanking has a place, but you it, it also has some serious boundaries around it where if you are going to spank your child, you make sure that you're doing it, um, that your child understands why they're being spanked, that you're never doing it out of anger or in anger, and um, that there are just some boundaries that you need to set up. Um, I believe it's, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Um, I myself have seen from experience um, a father uh, who spoiled his child rotten um, growing up. This is a, a boy who went to our church, and I remember he was just spoiled rotten. Whenever he wanted something, his father would just dish out money for him. Whenever he, you know, I remember he had some crazy dirt bike or something. And then we were like teenagers and I'm like, why? Like why? And he had all sorts of video games, just, just crazy things. And you know what? I think later on it was detrimental to him because he felt that he was entitled to things because his father never told him no and never really disciplined him either. And I do know for a fact that he actually did spend some time in jail. Now that's not to say that every child who is in discipline is going to end up in jail, but I also feel, feel like, you know, just as we've talked about this before, um, in past episodes that, you know, the Bible is literally basic instructions before you're leaving earth. So these are, the Bible is an instruction book. Like, I don't know how to do life. Read your Bible. That That's, that's the answer right there. Um, the word of God literally shows us and gives, is an instruction manual of how we should live our lives. It shows us, this is what you should do for your children, just as our heavenly father does for us, because our heavenly father disciplines us as well. There are times when we are off doing our own thing and God needs to discipline us to bring us back to a place of safety and a place of hope and love in his arms. And I think that it's a very dangerous thing to not, um, to not do when it comes to discipline is, is you've got to discipline your child. Um, it's not up to the child to make decisions. They're not, fully formed. Their brain is not fully formed. They do not know what they're doing, which is probably another reason why as children, it's so hard for us as children to honor our fathers and our mothers. Um, but I did kind of want to just touch base on that this week. Um, whether you were, a, you know, really close with your father or are really close to your father, or you're not, you're like me where, um, you know, there have been some serious battles, um, in your past with your father we have a template. We have someone to fix our eyes upon. And that's Adonai. That's Yeshua HaMashiach. That's the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit who leads us and guides us in the way that we should live. And he shows us how to be honorable to our earthly fathers, no matter what the circumstance is. So I want to encourage you because I know yesterday was Father's Day and whether or not, you know, you made a phone call, some, do something, send a card to show your love for your father. Um, now I know that there are some that have lost their fathers. Their fathers have died and moved on. And, um, you know, living in the household I did growing up, um, I always felt like I had a second father, which I think biblically is the way it's supposed to be. 
Um, I was blessed to live in a household with my grandparents and my parents and my sister. Um, and my grandfather was like a second father to me. So my grandfather was gruff in ways, but he also was a very funny guy. Um, he's a very intense guy. Um, I remember telling my mother, th thinking my grandfather was six foot something. And um, my mom was like, no, I don't think he even was six feet. But but he was such a big personality. He could he walk in the room and just, you know, that presence was there, you know. And it was good because it wasn't, I think that kind of also helped me see that not all men... Um, treated me negatively per se on a regular basis. Um, you know, my grandfather wasn't like super duper loving, um, but he wasn't his own way. Um, he would talk with me. He would tell us stories. Um, you know, he definitely had moments of kindness and, um, you know, so did my father. But I think that we need to remember that no matter how our fathers act, we as children, um, need to honor them. And if honoring them means that, um, does not mean that you have to agree with them, but it does mean that you need to be respectful. Um, I know there are people out there who've had worse situations with their fathers and still to this day are struggling with this concept of honoring their father, um, or their mother. And I would like to encourage you and say, look, you know, if you are doing what God has called you to do, which is to love your neighbor as yourself, which includes your father, by the way, um, and treat, treat others the way that you would like to be treated, which includes your father, by the way, um, you let God do the rest. You let it go and you give it to God and let him handle the, the situation. Um, that was something that I had to learn to do and understand that there was nothing I could do to change my father's perception of me. Um, I had to give it to God. And you know what? I am so grateful for the relationship I have with my dad now. Um, you know, it's not perfect. No, no relationship is, but it's a whole lot better than it was uh, before uh, when I was a child. And um, I think a good portion of that was because I um, distance help, but I think also um, trying to be respectful of him, even when I am in his presence. Um, it was a good lesson for me to learn to, to show like, you know, Am I showing that I'm honoring God with my life? Am I honoring my heavenly father with the way that I choose to live? Am I doing things that I, that would be considered pleasing in his sight? And I think that that's a daily struggle that we all um, deal with, but um, just keep that in mind when you are walking daily um, throughout your life, you know, saying, okay, Lord, like, is this something that would be pleasing to you? And would I be honoring you in doing this? Would this be honorable to you? Um, or would this be detrimental to me? And this is, is this something that maybe you'll discipline me for later? Um, I think if we go into that mindset versus later and saying, oh man, uh, I wish I had known that. No, if we go in, and I think that's why praying is so important, right? When you pray, you say, all right, Heavenly Father, what is it that you want me to do? Um, you pray about everything. You're supposed to pray without ceasing, right? So no matter what circumstance it is, it's like, all right, Lord, like, where are you in this? Where do you want me to, you know, where do you want me to go in this situation? What do you want me to do in this situation? 
Um, I praise you, Lord, because I am wonderfully and fearfully made, and I will honor you with the life that you have given me. And I think so often we take advantage and we, just like we do with other people, um, you know, we just get used to the status quo and we kind of take advantage. And I think sometimes we do that with God. And I need, I think sometimes we need to step back. I'm talking to myself here too. Um, and say, all right, Lord, like, what do you want? What is your will in my life? And when we do that, that's showing honor to our heavenly father. And so I would like to encourage you. And I hope that you would spend time not only with your earthly father today, if you can, if you're able to, and if you're not, um, there's always a heavenly father. Adonai is there and, and ready and waiting to listen and speak with you and have a relationship with you. So open up your eyes and your ears and have a blessed week, guys. Um, I'm going to be busy cleaning all week. <laughs> I, I'd like to make a point of having my house as clean as possible. That way, when I do have visitors at home, I can focus on the visit and not have to worry about the cleaning. So as I do every single time at the end of my podcast, I'm going to read um, to bless you with the ironic blessing, which you could find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua Sashalom, in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Have a blessed week, y'all. Please feel free to message me at messymessianicmama.com or you can email me at elmmm3 at protonmail.com. That's E is an echo, L is in lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at protonmail.com. You can also leave me a one minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica Lacasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.